0: Before we get to our guest, a quick message from our sponsor. We've talked a lot about Mike Lindell's products at MyPillow.com. The quality is just amazing, and everything he makes lasts forever. He's got a new product out right now that the Summertime customer will just absolutely love. We've all had the slippers, and the quality on those is amazing. People rave about them. He's got the three layers of comfort, where he's morphed that technology into the Summertime sandals. They look like Crocs, but they're much more comfortable and long-lasting. Again, the proprietary three-layer technology that will give you extreme comfort in these sandals to wear around uh, for the rest of your summers, actually. So how can you get these? You can go to MyPillow.com and use promo code CDM to get the massive discounts he has on for the launch of this product. But just don't look at the sandals. Mike has over 600 products. If you're looking for household goods or apparel, don't go to the big box communist retailers that support the cabal. Support the Patriots, support CDM.press using promo code CDM, and get the best discounts available at MyPillow.com. And now let's get to our guest. Welcome
1: to American Conversations. Today we have our dear friend, Dr. Merrill Nass, who's come back to us to do an interview. And today we're going to focus just on the Novavax shots that uh, have been, Merrill, you correct me if I get to get this language has been authorized, licensed, uh, authorized, Uh, emergency use authorized. Authorization uh, for the Novavax shots. All right. So Merle, you took a deep dive into Novavax. You did an analysis on it. You sent me your analysis. So tell us, tell us if this, if this shot, and I hate to call them vaccinations because they're not, um, is they're not traditional vaccinations. Is, is the Novavax, shot safe?
2: <laughs> um, well, according to the FDA and CDC, we'll find out after we give it to a lot of people because they didn't have any clinical information. Clinical means testing in humans. They didn't have any clinical information for the current shots. And the excuse was that the new shots that are being offered to Americans are being made at the Serum Institute of India and the earlier shots that in which they did do some testing in people, um, were made elsewhere. So it may not, and, and you, uh, presumably also under some different conditions. So it's not a identical shot. The other thing that was done is when it was tested, it was tested very early in the pandemic. So there was no Delta, only 1% of the people that got COVID and, and whose um, COVID was sequenced to find out what kind of COVID it was, had Delta, uh, almost uh, 53% had the Alpha variant. So these people were tested against a variant that's two years old and doesn't exist, mostly it doesn't exist anymore. Nobody was tested against Omicron or later variants. No one was, so that's also a problem. That's why nobody knows if it's really gonna work in people. The company claims it worked in animals.
1: So how many now? This has been the word "approve" is wrong. You, you correct me on that. Are now pre-interview, but it's been authorized for adults only. Adults only at this point. So this is eighteen and above. Yes. And then, where is it to be distributed? Anywhere,
2: anywhere in the U.S. What the federal government is hoping for, according to people at at the um, advisory committee meeting of the, FDA, of the CDC uh, was that they're hoping that people who have refused the other vaccines will take this one because it's being marketed as a more traditional vaccine. And the, the words more traditional <laughs> have a lot of hidden meanings. So how traditional is more traditional, more traditional than than the RNA vaccines that aren't vaccines. That are gene therapy products i mean it's easy to get more traditional than a non-vaccine but they're they're not traditional and nothing about the novavax vaccine is traditional um another thing that, that that the uh federal government is hoping for in rolling this out is that people who object to a vaccine being developed in fetal cells will take this vaccine however it has been tested in fetal cells, if not
1: developed and grown in them. So this is a mar- this is a marketing spin. But but the thing that caught my attention was and explain this to, to, to the audience, Merle, and it, because I'm really curious about it. Why do we have things like worms in vaccines? Yeah, because that's that's in the Novavax. I mean, I, you know, there's there, there's something crazy about. I don't know. They, they, you mentioned a tree specific tree a, a extract from a trees involved that worms involved. Why are we putting this kind of stuff in in vaccines? Is in that humans. in humans I mean, yeah. Right.
2: So <laughs> the the goal of manufacturers and maybe Tony Fauci is to make as much vaccine product, vaccine ingredient as possible. And you can make it pretty quickly, much more quickly if you don't use eggs. Um, if you grow it in tobacco plants or if you grow it in insect cells. And so there's what they call, they use the term platform. There is a platform called SF9 cells. These are cells developed from the fall army worm, which is a pest that eats corn and cotton plants in the south. And you take the cells of this worm and then you infect them with a virus that has been genetically engineered to express the spike protein. So you've got a toxic protein, they, they have genetically engineered it. So it forms three, three spikes together and um, it has a few other small changes in it. And these uh, baculoviruses that have been genetically engineered then eat the um, worm cells and grow protein. So basically you have a soup that grows protein, and then you have to extract the spike protein from this soup. The problem, one of the problems, of course the spike is toxic, but you also get some of the materials from the army worm and from the baculovirus mixed in with the spike protein. So um, 83% of, of what gets, of the protein that's injected into you comes from the spike protein and 17 percent comes from the baculovirus and the worm so you're getting this mixture of worm proteins baculovirus proteins and spike proteins then you're also getting a little bit of the dna a very small amount but still we don't know where it's going dna from the worm and dna from the virus Let's All right, so,
1: so so you know, I I just have to say this because I'm not a scientist, I'm not a doctor, but I mean, this sounds crazy to me. It sounds like Frankenstein mm-hmm. is science, um, and at the same time, they're promoting it, marketing it as this does not have the fetal uh, cells, mm-hmm. it, even though they've tested it in them. It doesn't have the mRNA, so it's not gene therapy. So for those who are vax hesitant, that don't want to take a booster that's an mRNA or haven't had a shot yet this would be safe and effective, even though this is right. not the, fact, e- what about the it, efficacy. So, so you're the, saying it's questionable about the efficacy because- Right. It,
2: so the FDA and CDC have both said, we don't know if it works or not. Um, we're going to find that out when we give it to lots of people because we haven't tested it in enough people. Christine, I just found that my battery is low. I mistakenly forgot to plug the thing in. Can I just have a moment
1: to do that? Absolutely. Take I- your time. Take your time. Okay.
2: Okay, great. Thank you. Okay, there's another. There's another problem. So first, we have the fact that we don't. You can't even use the terms safe and effective legally unless a product is licensed. This one is not licensed. This one has had very little testing, and most of the testing is in animals. So they can
1: use. So so, so pardon me for a second. So they can use the word safe and effective because it hasn't.
2: They can't legally. They 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 may use it, but. The term safe and effective is a term of art that FDA has defined very specifically that can only be used on licensed products. Now, I understand that CDC has used this term loosely and so have some other federal agencies and some states. But attorney Aaron Seary challenged New York State when it used this term for only emergency authorized vaccines, And he threatened them with a lawsuit and they took it off their website and they stopped, New York State stopped advertising the emergency use authorized vaccines as safe and effective because legally they can't do so. Well,
1: the president, wait a second, but but, but President Biden and Fauci have come out and said for two years now.
2: That's correct. They not only are they liars, but but they are bold and brazen because they know they have no business using that terminology.
1: See, I think you know I love it when Fauci keeps talking because I think Fauci is a walking piece of evidence. Every time he opens up his mouth, because he has said safe and effective. We, we yeah. now have Dr. Briggs coming out and saying, "Oh no, we were hoping that they would be safe right. and effective." So exactly. you know, we're 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 in a wishing well. Science arena at this point in time, but let's go back to Novavax. Okay. So this is not safe and effective because they don't know. Correct. They don't know about the safety because they don't really have any testing against what currently is going on. Right. Um, And they're putting a spin on the marketing for this. What else else did you find in your analysis, Merle?
2: Okay. Well, there's another thing that's another separate serious problem, which is that it's using a novel adjuvant that has never been used before in
1: any vaccine. So explain that to the public in in layman's terms, what that means. Yeah.
2: So, uh, and I hope they get used to this term. It's a very important term, novel adjuvant. An adjuvant in a vaccine is something that non-specifically, in other words, not doesn't just work for one protein, but it'll work for any protein you stick in a vaccine. It'll make your body form an immune response to that protein. And if you didn't add the adjuvant, your body would not make much of an immune response. So adjuvants are very important in the um, vaccine world, in the vaccine development world. And basically there was just one for about 80 years. And it was aluminum, different aluminum salts. And that did this, but it wasn't strong enough and they wanted stronger ones. And stronger ones have been developed, but all of them carry a risk of causing autoimmune disease. And so their use has been extremely limited. One is only given to people who have kidney failure because they have a very weak immune system. Another vaccine using a novel adjuvant is only given to people over the age of 65 because they also have weaker immune systems. They're less likely to develop autoimmune diseases than younger people. All right. Now, one of these novel adjuvants adjuvants previously available uh, for only one vaccine in the United States is called um, QS21. QS stands for the Quilaha saponaria tree the soap bark tree in the Southern Andes Mountains. And if you take the bark of this tree, you'll find that it stimulates a very strong immune response but has a lot of toxicity. So you fractionate it and one of the fractions had sufficient um, stimulation for the immune system but a relatively less toxicity. And that was the fraction 21. And that is used only in one vaccine which causes a lot of reactions. That vaccine is Shingrix. It's mostly given to people over 65. All right, now that, now this company built on that adjuvant, but didn't use the same one. They said, okay, this QS Quilaha saponaria tree bark produces materials that can be used as adjuvants. So they just took the materials, fractionated them in their own way, don't really tell you exactly what's in it, but they say fraction A and fraction C are used to make this adjuvant, okay? So it's so that's how they're no not the same as QS21. It's, it's, it's a proprietary adjuvant, and because the vaccine is not licensed, they don't have to tell you what's in it. I mean, they tell you two ingredients, cholesterol and phospholipids, but they don't tell you the actual molecules that are in these two fractions. And so they mix this together and the vaccine has 50 micrograms of this adjuvant material which they have named matrix M. No other vaccines have matrix M in them. And there's five micrograms of protein of the spike protein and approximately one microgram of the insect worm proteins. And that's what comprises this vaccine. Wow. And then it's
1: made in India, and and it was and it was earlier tested on something that didn't yet exist at, to give it in, right. A different, different version
2: was tested, and so FDA said we can't use that data um, to evaluate safety because you've changed your vaccine. So we'll have to just find out when we give it to all these. Um, anti-vaxxers and they're, hope, they're anticipating 10% of people who have not yet been vaccinated um, with a COVID vaccine might take this one. What they're not telling the public is the, the Omicron is very, very mild in general. Um, two doctors from uh, University of uh, California, UCLA hospital said we have not had a COVID pneumonia in our hospital for two months people are generally coming in with a cold. All these people who are being designated COVID patients, 90% were admitted for another reason. Only 10% were admitted for COVID. So in general, people don't have to worry about COVID anymore. And especially if they do worry, get some ivermectin or get some hydroxychloroquine, take it at the beginning of the illness. And it's very unlikely you'll get into long COVID or you'll get any complications. If you can take these antiviral safe, generic medicines, you know, prescribed by a a medical prescriber at the onset of COVID.
1: You know, this is so hard to believe that this is happening in in America. It's true. It 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 truly, truly is. And it must. And you've been, you know, in the medical profession for decades. It's got to be shocking to you.
2: Yeah, it's totally totally shocking. This is not I've been a doctor 42 years, nothing the suppression of safe medicine and the, the promotion of medicines that may or may not work and may or may not be safe, and we know the other COVID vaccines are not safe. Why would you expect this vaccine to be safe when it when it contains a known toxin the spike? And then an unknown unknown proteins, you know, from worms, etc., and then also an unknown adjuvant. Why would you think it's going to be safe? for a disease that has become relatively mild. The statute under which emergency use products are authorized requires that this be for the only way you can give an emergency use authorization is if you have a life threatening medical condition and COVID isn't real for most people. COVID is not life threatening anymore, especially for children. And so all the emergency use authorizations ought to go away. But of course, that's not the point. The point is to continue to roll out these vaccines, knowing people don't need them and knowing they're harmful. And this, again, this has never happened before. This is public health in reverse. This is US public health deliberately harming people and lying to the public.
1: Dr. Merle Nass, thank you for joining us. Please come back. And I know that you have something on the horizon that we're gonna participate with you on in terms of asking politicians to end
0: this utter madness. Thank you, God bless you. Thank you, Christine.